Welcome to the Success in Real Estate podcast by Michael Keyes, the home of sales generation tools to help real estate agents make more sales. So I'm going to share with you what I do to sell houses with buyers in tough markets. When you're showing a house and the buyers start to object to things in the house, it doesn't mean they're not going to buy the house. The imagination close. And I went through this yesterday at the listing presentation, but this close is so powerful. It has closed so many sales for me with buyers that have objections that if you're not using it, you are leaving at least $100,000 out of your paycheck every year, especially if you're in a tougher market. You use this. Somebody comes in and they say, we don't like the floor covering. Tell me. You know, and, and this is how you do it. Just, just watch here. This is how you do it. So, you, and I normally have my folder here, and I go, so, you, and you're showing them by doing this, this is on purpose. You are showing them that you're really interested in what they're saying. You say, you don't like the floor coverings. What, you, do, you don't like the carpets? No, we don't like carpets. So what would you do? Would you put floating floor or tiles in? Oh, no, we'd put tiles in. Would that be ceramic tiles or, or what sort of tiles? No, ceramic tiles, the big ceramic tiles, yeah, light or, 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 or dark coloured. No, light coloured, so you put light coloured ceramic tiles in. Oh, that would look beautiful, wouldn't it? And would you put it through the whole area? Yes, we would. We don't like the paint on the walls, the colour of the walls. We don't like the kitchen. You know, you, the, you just you use their imagination to close the sale. I had a salesperson ring me. And she said to me, I'm having trouble with these buyers. What do I do? And she explained the situation. The house wasn't big enough. They loved the location. The house wasn't big enough. I said, go back, take the buyers through and get them to imagine that they've built the extension on the back. They've built the fourth bedroom on. They've built the family and the games room on and built all those things on and get them to imagine that. And she said, okay, I'll do that. So she rang me back and she said, oh, this works fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. They go into the bank to see where they can get the extra money for the extension. And she ran back and said, didn't work. I said, why not? She said, well, they got so excited about the extension they were going to put on that they needed too much money and the bank won't give them the money. So she went a bit overboard with that one. Anyway, this is so powerful. One night after I'd got over my, or get it, while I was getting over my little bug, what happened was I said to Tina, I want to go back to work. And I had to get back to work within nine months of being diagnosed with leukaemia. And the reason I had to get back to work within nine months was the earliest person to get back to work with the type of leukaemia I had was 10 months. And of course, I had to get back to work in nine months to just prove to the nurses that I was stronger and better and you know all that sort of stuff. So I go back to work and I said to Tina, I'm working nine to five, five days a week, and that is it. The first day I'm back at work, Mrs. Secker rings me and she says, Michael, um, can you come out? We've got to sell our house. I said, look, I'll get somebody to come out. No, no, we want you. We've dealt with you in the past. We want you. And I said, okay. Well, I'll go out. And so I listed their house. It was an unfinished two-storey home on a beautiful two acres of land in my hometown of Williamstown. And I, you know, I hadn't been in the market for eight months. And so I said, oh, look, I think um, we should get around 450 for this. And they go, is that all? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, we'll get around 450. And I said, okay, we trust you. We just go on the market. He had cancer and they, they wanted to sell. So I take it on at 4.50 and the day before I'd had, no, that day I'd had a call from a, couple, from a lady who was complaining about Keys Real Estate because she hadn't been followed up on a property and she missed out on this property and she was really nasty. 
And so I thought this property would suit her. What happened was I put the house on the market at 450 and the phone runs off the hook. Instead of five buyers, Scott, I ended up with 12 offers on this property. And a lady comes through and she says, I don't like the curtains. And I said, what sort of curtains would you put up? She said, I'd put these curtains up. I said, would you put pelmets up? She said, yes, I would. Then she said, I don't like the kitchen. And I said, what don't you like about the kitchen? She said, I don't like the view out of the kitchen window because you're looking at the neighbour's shed. I said, well, would you put a screen up there and would you put roses across the screen? She said, no, I'd put bougainvilliers. I said, okay, fine, that's great. Oh, they'd look beautiful, wouldn't they? And the guy said, the doors are wrong on the shed. I said, what sort of doors would you put on the shed? I said, I'd put roller doors on the shed. And then they went upstairs and they said, the cupboards are not finished off. And I said, what sort of cupboards would you put in? They told me what sort of cupboards they'd put in. And look, this, we, it was five o'clock, eight o'clock, they're still there and I'm still imagination closing them at eight o'clock at night. And I am getting so hungry. I am starving. So I said to them, you must be getting fairly hungry by now. Oh, yes, we are. I said, you must be wanting to go, go and have something to eat. Yeah, yeah, we are. And I said, but we, we're not going to pay the asking price. I said, no, that's fair enough. I said, I think it's only fair to let you know that uh, there are eight other offers in on the property at the moment and that uh, you can pay whatever you, you can put a price in of whatever you like, but unless it's over the asking price, you're, you're just not going to be in the, in the running for it. Meanwhile, I'd rung the lady who had been going crook at me and I told her about the house and it turned out her husband had jogged past that house every morning and he said if that house ever comes on the market we're buying it. So the lady who was complaining about everything she left a message for me at midnight that night. I get in the car at eight o'clock the following morning and before I had a chance to check my voicemails she's on the phone. You haven't called me back yet what's going on? And I said well, I've just in the car. We want to come and see you. We're going to put a proposal forward on that property. I said, okay, okay, I'll see you at nine o'clock at the office. All right, all right. They put an offer in $20,000 over the asking price. And this was from somebody who said, I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to pay the asking price for this, you know. Anyway, the other couple ended up getting it for 100 They They went $100,000 over the asking price. $100,000. But it was subject to sale of the house. The other, the $20,000 was cash. But the vendor said, I don't care, for an extra 80000 I'll wait forever and a day for their property. So I listed their property. This was the lady who just the day before was complaining about Keys Real Estate, never deal with you again. So I listed their property, got that property, and I got four sides out of it. But the thing was, when I rang the lady back who was complaining about the house, about the curtains and the kitchen and the cupboards and the shed and all that sort of stuff, I said, look, I'm sorry, but you've missed out. She burst into tears. She was just like, you're kidding me. We missed out. That was the house of my dreams. And yet just a couple of days before that, she was complaining about everything in the house. That's how powerful the imagination close is. It is just so, so powerful. It, it, it just works beautifully. It is so good. But your body language has got to be good. You've got to be concerned. You've got to lead them through it and they will make a great decision.